as Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello and welcome to ABW Live, Arsenal nil, Liverpool 2. And you can tell I've decided that when we lose, I'm going to use the crossed out version of the players countdown. And when we win, I'm not going to use that one at all. So I'm just going to do a little tweet to say we are live because that is indeed what we are. And with me this afternoon, tonight, this morning, I don't know what bloody time it is. It's Stan, the man from sunny, rainy, wet Canada. You all right, Stan? Yeah, not bad. Thanks for having me back on again. You know, you are seem to be the person I do most of these with because uh, we have we ha- we're like Party and Jacker. We've, we've got something working here, so we're just going to stick with it, whether the people like it or not. <laughs> and also, I was listening to the first ever ABW live that we did with video cameras. It was episode nine, maybe double live four. This is three hundred and ninety. It was November two thousand and fourteen. And guess who gets a, um, who had a message in the chat that we read out your name? It was you. Me? Yeah. And we've got, oh. so I've got a message here from Stan the Man 68 or sit whatever it was. And then I read out what he said. And our Carl. Yeah. And our Carl. He had a message read out and he wasn't part of ABW then. And also someone who's been doing stuff with ABW for a very long time, not much recently because he's been moving and, and other things. It's Deke. How you doing, Treacle? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, uh, quite, quite positive uh, and quite optimistic about the future of Arsenal Football Club here. Uh, despite the res- the final result, are you speaking like a dirty northerner yet? Now that you've moved up to north, see that well that's to to, to a, a Cockney like myself, <laughs> anything outside the M25 is pretty much Mordor. But <laughs> to the people where I am now in the East Midlands, they they don't class this as north because this is just Midlands. So this- no, I've not I've not uh, I've not picked up any words apart from the fact that everyone calls everyone duck around here. So hey, help me, duck. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Lots not of that. Far. We should work out exactly how far you are from Sean, so you can go. To, do, if you shop at Lidl, I can send you to her shop, and you can freak her out by going. Aren't you on that podcast? Yes, do that. Do I that. Don't, I'm not, I don't far, do I'm shop at Lidl, though, do you? I know things are things are bad, but they're not that bad yet. Are they? No, they're not that bad just yet. They're not that bad just yet. <laughs> not just it's yet. Been a, it's been a while since we've had actually three London geezers on here. It's been I can't remember the last time. Probably me and Carl and uh, maybe, I don't think Chris, no, Chris wasn't born. Then maybe me, Carl and John, because John's born in that area, or Jeff. Anyway, all next week's podcast is coming together, people. I did the Aston Villa podcast today. That bloke is coming on as a guest next week. A lovely fellow, 17 years old, and he's already better than most of ABW. He's brilliant. And it's going to be, this week is me, Josh, Carl, and maybe Femi. The, uh, the best squad is there. Let's go and have a say hello to some of the, the cheeky monkeys in the chat. See what we got there. We have got Phil Mako, who's changed his bio. He's he's looking like one of the people out of the uh, Blues Brothers. He says, that wasn't our, u- wasn't our usual humiliation. Progress is there to be seen. And as for Martinelli, wow. And to think Man United didn't rate him and we got him for six million. Very proud of our team right now. Well, Phil spunked his load. First message. Expect nothing but drivel from him for the rest of the night. Harvey is there. Well, we have finally reached our only two 
or or two players away from something special. Another good point. Michael's there, stat padding on the Twitch, which is lovely. We do we do love some of that. Go and get stream manager up. Lovely. Avon Not Teddington is also there. Very frustrated because there's a pattern here of doing well in the first half, then figuring us out and doing us in the second, and it happened again. We are failing to learn. Well, I wouldn't say we're failing to learn. Stan, would you say we're failing to learn? No, not at all. I just think that sometimes on the day, the, the, the better team wins. Yeah. Also, we've um, got to get better at maintaining uh, yeah, the pressure. Learning, um, you know, there was a there was a few moments. Uh, I'm sure we'll go over it in a little bit. But you know, the first goal, there was a couple of things that needed to be, uh, you know, slightly needed to be different. And in the second goal, there was you know something that needed to be different, which could have prevented it all. But I think overall, I think we had a great, great, great evening. Um, hmm. But uh, I, I think uh, it was good overall. Brendan's there from Australia. Howdy doody. Um, there's lots of Paul Nell, Naz is there, David Masters is there, damn, damn, damn. Uh, um, oh, yes, morning in Melbourne. I knew you were somewhere in sunny Oz. Um, Bernadette is there, not quite at Liverpool or City's level. I think that sums it up perfectly, Bernadette. They are the two uh, trendsetters in the league, and we're catching them up. Our, some, our three of our best games this season have been nil-nil away at Liverpool, and the 2-1 loss at home and the 2-0 loss tonight. We are... We kept them going for what fifty three minutes. Well, they were on the back foot. They the should be beating time. us. They should yeah, be they beating should. us. They're they're competing yeah, for the point. title. They've spent the money. They've put in the hours. They've put in the years of doing this nonstop. They should be winning this game. They should. Hmm. We're in a we're in a transition period of building a squad and a younger squad in the Premier League with a brand new untested manager. They should be beating us. But we but, just like Danny said, we kept them on their toes for a considerable period of football uh, of time. And it was fantastic to watch. It was. Uh, Stan, Ant mm-hmm. says, couple of players short of beating teams like Liverpool. A few people have said already in the chat, we're just a couple of players away, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah we well, are. I, I think you just, this game was a, this shows you exactly that, you know, we're lacking somebody at the sharp end of the team and one in midfield. But I have mixed feelings about this game because we've put out our best eleven against a team like Liverpool and we're using that as a barometer to see where we've come but as I said in the um, in the pre-show with you earlier my eye was more on the three points at the table at Villa and my only concern now is that we go to Villa I hope that even if we put out our first 11 that they're going to be sharp and not a bit jaded playing three games in a week it is um Okay, there's a question there from Nozo. I remember if you put a question in there, I star it and save it for later. Um, Russ says, sick of losing to this mob four games this season. No goals at all. But they're the best team. They are probably. I mean, if you, if Liverpool peak Liverpool played peak Man, Man City this season, home and away over two, over two legs, um, Deke, who do you think would win if you if you had an aggregate score? Because that's... It's so well. They're they're really well. That's the thing that they're both really. You know, it's a really, really tight table at the moment at the very top uh, between them. What's it? A point between them now? Mm. Yes. I I think it wouldn't be. I think there wouldn't be too much difference between them if they were going head to head for a while. I think it would be like heads and tails. It's a fifty-fifty. They're both fantastic football clubs, and they spend a lot of money, and they've, you know, they've got these uh, these things in place which which propels them to the top of the of the English Premier League where they where they are right now. I think it'd be very, very tight. I don't think you could call it. What do you reckon, Stan? That first half, I mean, to to a man, 
everybody was doing their job. Everybody was working as a team. You know, even some of our flair players like Martinelli was coming back and tracking and doing dirty stuff as well. And I haven't seen that in such a long time. It seems like for such a while that there's been like little pockets of clicks within the team. Everybody seems to be on the same page. Yeah, everybody's 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 working from the same hymn sheet. And it was it, when that bristle went at half time, I was like, we're still in this big time. We're still in this big time. It's just how long can you keep playing like that for another 45 against Liverpool? Yeah, let's. Um, uh, yeah, I think in general people are uh, are quite. Um, oh, you're getting a sh- uh, thunder saying hello to your mum in 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 Cyprus. That's <laughs> nice to him. Sure Watching like though, he's 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 got roaming hands, and you don't want to have to go around and um, put him in a shallow grave, do you? Because that's uh, you don't need that. Not anymore. It's uh, okay. Question there from Phil. Add that to the rest. Let's go through through our, our notes, shall we? Um, first minute, great save from Van Dijk. Powerful header. That stand showed that hat that they that they were actually going to attack for a while, didn't it? I thought they were just going to sit back. Where was that? Which is what they eventually did. But yeah, good save from from Ramsdale because although he was at fault for the first goal. I think, like Bernadette says in, in the chat, she says, you can't save every goal. And he's had 12 clean sheets out of 24 games this season. A 50% ratio of clean sheets in the Premier League. How many other goalkeepers have got that? Yeah, and uh, again, it was uh, we, we, could, we, we keep our record at keeping out corners, right? We, we've got a really good record at that. So uh, that was a good, a good save early doors, but it was like it kept me sharp when I was watching my sofa. I'm like, right, I've barely, I'm, I'm barely in the nest, you know, I barely get all my stuff around me. And it's, <laughs> it's already happening. Couldn't, couldn't take my eyes off the screen from the, from the word go. Yeah, Deke, uh, 11 minutes. Uh, remember you two, if you've got anything between these minutes, do let me know. But I've put 11 minutes. Sack is running wild down the right. Robertson just can't handle him. It's just a thing of beauty. It's, that, uh, I think it's probably got something to do with a party pass uh, from the centre of the park. And he just uh, pinged a, a, an absolute beautiful ball down the right-hand side. And Saka was, Saka was causing a lot of trouble tonight. Um, always on the last man, as was Martinelli. And they were talking about it in the latter stages of the game, about Martinelli playing like that Thierry Henry, you know, starting his career out on the left and then playing more central because he, he's always on the last man making those really, really deep runs. Uh, the only thing I, I, I've got was uh, Odegaard putting in the uh, the hard press quite early doors and kind of getting everyone oh, involved. Um, he, even got, he even got Lacazette kind of get, get you know going as well. Um, I thought that was uh, was a key element. The fact that Odegaard was just was leading uh, the frontal defence. Um, considering he's our most creative player, it shows his versatility. Yeah, Stan. Fifteen minutes. I've put party and Ramsdale long, accurate long passes to Martinelli and Saka are causing no end of problems for Liverpool. I mean, to have most teams will have one player, the quarterback position kind of thing, launching the balls all over the pitch. I mean, Ramsdale may only really be able to do it down to Martinelli because he's right-footed. Um, but those things were they, they had they had no defence against that, did they? Because like like Deke was just saying in in um, right at the beginning, you had uh, Odegaard running right over to their left back Robertson and taking him on, and uh, lucky not to get a yellow card. I think that was the the referee deciding no one was getting yellow cards tonight, no matter what happened. But that the pressure that we've got on those accurate passes from the, those two quarterback ish style that's working wonders, isn't it? In the first twenty minutes or so, it was mostly. Uh, Saka, who was almost like our target man, which for me is a little bit concerning because when he does, when he is able to get the ball and take it past the plate and go through the cross, again it shows that we're telling in that sharp edge of the pitch where Lacazette can't quite get into the boxing time because his knees aren't getting there as quick. 
And it's, you know, we're using our winger as a target man instead of somebody in the middle. So we're having to adjust our play to allow for that. But we get into the, when he gets to make the cross, it's Odegaard that he's looking for because Lacazette's having trouble getting up there. Doing another little cheeky tweet there, lovely. Um, anything? Anyone got anything before eighteen minutes? The Mane usual dive, even though he's not that kind of player. The only thing I'll say is, uh, yeah, the Mane dive was disgusting. He's fucking the, the state of that guy is just unbelievable. Attitude, absolute total attitude. The only thing I will say is, I enjoy watching Arsenal Football Club at the moment. Do you remember a time, uh, you know, last season when it, even still, uh, you know, playing out from the back. Um, at all costs was still quite stressful uh, and frustrating. And there'd be moments where mistakes were made, especially when we had Mustafi and, and David Louise in the side, um, you know, and we're playing those backwards passes to retain the position and, and, and persistently play out from the back. Tonight, I, I saw confidence playing out from the back where when I was watching it, I was just enjoying it and I wasn't getting stressed and frustrated and going, oh my God, this is something's going to happen here. I think overall, yeah, on the 15th minute, it just there was a lovely, you know, minute or so passage of play where we were just so confident in our ability and their teammates' abilities to be able to to pull it off against one of the top sides in Europe. It was just mm. brilliant. See, I'm a little bit the other way, especially when uh, we do a pass back to the keeper. I still have a little few palpitations. Really? Oh, I'm see, still I'm... a little bit on edge and I'm literally really? shouting like, stop that, stop passing it back. I, I, would only, I would only agree with you if it was still Leno within between the sticks, but because it's Ramsdale and he's shown on, I've lost count how many situations that he's got that ability and in his locker, you know, he's really from the Leicester game and the Leeds game where he just, we just went, right, that's it. We love this fella. We're 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 behind him one hundred percent. So that's interesting because I I've never felt more at ease with uh, with the fact that we're playing out from the back because we're making it look very very easy. Yeah, compared to how it remember that first game under Emery yep. with checking um, with checking goal and then like, oh, they they, they stood there and went, we don't we don't know what to do. This and is, that's yeah, how Leno yeah. got into the team so early. Yeah, and well, we all know the rest from there, don't we? Um, Stan, looking at our there's no better way than to test yourself against the the ultimate opponents. So if we look at the the last five games between Liverpool and Arsenal, the first time we lost 3-0 at home, then we lost 4-0 away, and then we had the two League Cup games, 0-0 away, 2-0 at home, and then 2-0 tonight. Those five games, you can definitely see a progression and improvement, can't you, in, in, in almost every aspect apart from goal scoring. You can't go, it's, it's very rare that you're going to go for the whole season and win every game. There's going to be losses along the way. And for me, it's always about the manner of the loss. And it's it's been a while that I've come away from an Arsenal game that we've lost, but I still feel quite hopeful about things. I'm not coming away thinking, you know, it's the end of the world. We put in a really good performance today, a really good performance. It's a shame that we couldn't at least nick a goal and have something to show for it. But some really good chances, some really good uh, plays of football. Like Deke said earlier as well, pressing from the front with Odegaard, getting everybody getting everybody going. We're just missing that, that last little piece at the tip of the team. You know, that striker that can maybe nick us an early goal and settle the nerves a little bit. Or somebody that come in at, at the last minute and chip in with a goal. We're missing someone that can give us at least 17 goals a season. Those mm. bread and butter scenarios who can do the things like what Jota did today. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, so that 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 kind of a goal. That's what you. That's what we're missing. Once we get that, and another piece in the midfield, we'll be away at the races. I think because, as Deke said, you can see the pattern. You can see. You can see how we're playing now. Definitely, I think everyone, like they say in in uh, in business, we're all on the same page. Sometimes before we weren't even reading the same book. Um, Deep nineteen minutes. One of my highlights of the match. Uh, the ball is coming down our left hand side, and uh, Terence Trent Darby's got it. And Martinelli went, ah, uh-uh, sister, <laughs> ran after him, got the ball off him, and then ran off with it. That. I mean, when you're at when you're doing that to someone like Terence Trent Derby, you really know you have got some hell of a player there. And Adam, I mean, it's at the end of the game this bit, but Martin Ellie played the entire ninety minutes. How many times has he done that in his Arsenal time in an important game? Amazing. So, yeah. So, uh, what do you think about that? His um, oh, uh, that little... well, yeah, yeah. I as I was saying earlier about the Erdegaard and the fact that we're defending from the front, um, we've got. Martinelli, who's who's got that ability to pickpocket Saka, proving it against what was it Leicester when he picked the pocket and Laka played the back pass at the the back heel and he, he rifled it into the top of the net. Um, or was that again? Yeah, that was. Well, I think that was Leicester. Anyway, um, we've got that ability to be able to maintain and defend from the front, which is something that I've uh, that I've not seen in quite some time. Uh, on the twenty third minute as well, we had a party tackle quite far, far up the pitch as well. Um, slid, slid in and, and made such an important challenge so far up the field. Um, uh, I think it was a bad call from a referee. There was like a bad, caught a couple of bad calls from a referee as well around that time where it was a little bit, uh, a bit frustrating. We could have had a chance to capitalise on some Liverpool mistakes, but uh, they were they were playing the cards tonight as Mane did in the uh, you know earlier on with his uh, his what was it a little free kick or a penalty shot? I can't remember what it was now, but uh, he he was quite cheeky in there. So it was the Liverpool team overall but uh yeah the team fantastic pushing from the front brilliant that's what you need you need it in, you need it in this generation of football you need it you need to be defending from the front you do indeed that's all i've got for the first half stan you got anything else yeah around that 20 minute mark around the 22 minute mark we were doing a lot of nice build-up play there was one move where Xhaka picked out saka it went into cedric who took a shot that was just a, just a little bit wide didn't quite have enough on it but we were doing some nice, some nice movements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dee, you got um, anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a few things. Uh, Sean rang me and her mum and she was waffling on because I sent her up my old washing machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problems. No problems. Uh, there was a moment where uh, Liverpool had the ball um, quite early on in our half uh, and uh, Arsenal's press was just so good. Um, that we forced them, forced them with errors and stuff. So that was really, really nice that we were still uh, maintaining the push from the centre of the park and not just from the front. So I thought that was quite nice. Uh, Cedric, overall, you know, I, he was unlucky with the first goal, um, but overall, he's he's we haven't we haven't missed Tommy Asu as much as I might. Where the bloody hell was this guy? And the unfortunateness of him having the exact same injury to his entirely other leg. It's crazy. But I guess that's what happens. Um, but Cedric, I'm I'm really happy. I was I was skeptical with the sale of uh, the sale of Chambers uh, to Aston Villa in the January transfer. I thought you know Tommy Asu has fitted in the team so well with his with with his stature, with his ability, and his style of play as a right back. Uh, and I thought Chambers mimicked that uh, much better than Cedric did, as well as he you know Chambers finished the season uh, last you know the latter last last season quite well. Um, so I was quite weirded out by that. But overall, Cedric, he's 
unfortunate today, but uh, overall he's been quite good. Um, and then just more Martinelli praise more than anything. <laughs> I think he had a chance just before just before the first uh, end of the first half. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, and then the commentators were once again talking about Jurgen Klopp and the fact that he's praising Martinelli quite prevalently in the in the media at the moment, which is an interesting conversation. You see a lot of Liverpool fans uh, hyping themselves up on social media, talking about how they're going to be picking the pockets of the Arsenal and, and taking away someone of that ability back to uh, back to Anfield. But there we are. Also, as well, um, Xhaka flashed a shot wide just across the face of goal, which was quite close as well. Oh, another, yeah, it was an outswinger. Yeah. Yeah, another player that had a good game today as well, Xhaka played yeah. at, um, Not like, 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 like Cedric, man. You can't no, say that. Like, like Cedric, you know, you have to give credit where credit's due. These are two players that, you know, over over months past, you know, I've not had really good words to say about them. For, mm-hmm. But when they play well, you have to hold your hands up and say another good game. Uh, by the pair of them, I felt. Anyway, we're still games in hand, FC, and uh, that was the hardest game we had for the rest of the season. And I think we uh, we showed ourselves out to do quite well. Um, Nitsu, how do you say that? I'm, I'm thinking the J might be silent. Nitsu says, the best thing about this match is that we know exactly what we need. A new striker, Xhaka replacement and experience, including the man... Well, the manager needs experience, but we don't need a new manager. Do let me know how you phonetically say your name and I'll try and get it right. Um Rudy says, uh, next six fixtures, Aston Villa away, Crystal Palace away, Brighton at home, Southampton home, Chelsea away, and Man United at home. There's, there's only one um, hard fixture there. Uh, we saw tonight that um, Villarreal, Unai Emery, went to Juventus and beat them 3-0 in the Champions League. Unreal. And Chelsea, I think they won 2-1. So Chelsea have... Chelsea know they're not going to win the league this season. They know they've almost definitely got top four. So when it comes to them playing us, they're still going to have FA Cup games. They're going to have the Champions League games. Meanwhile, we'll be sitting there of going, is that the one, two, three? No, that's not part of the... Oh, that it, oh the Chelsea game is part of the five games in 19 days. That's at the very end of it. That's not good for us. Um, yeah, any other notes on, on the, uh, the first half, Deke or Stan? Uh, no, no, nothing really. Just the Cedric and Martinelli finishing the game out quite nicely. Tierney beating Diaz quite uh, actually. Thirty-fifth minute, uh, Tierney uh, outpacing uh, Luis Diaz uh, on a run on the right hand uh, on the left hand. Was it the right hand side? It felt like it was the right hand side. Um, just uh, you know, Tierney. Um, somebody said something quite uh, quite interesting on the uh, Arsbog podcast that I listened to uh, last week, and they were talking about the fact that is Tierney not as good this season or as everyone else just really, really stepped up their game and t- mm. and it's made Tierney not look as good because he really stood out for us, uh, you know, last season and whatnot. What, what do you guys think of that? Is it, is it the, is it the fact that the team is just playing so much better than what Tierney's used to playing like last season? Or do you think he's having a poor season? I think a little bit, there's been a shift in the position of Granite Jacker in the team. He's mm. playing a little bit further up the pitch. And I think maybe Mikel has come across the fact that if you keep Xhaka further away from our goal, then the less mischief will happen at that end of the pitch. Good Whereas theory. before he was, you know, Tierney was bombing up that left-hand side and it was um, Granite Xhaka that would come into that space. And I think some of that space has been occupied a little bit and he's just having to be a little bit more conservative in his play. I don't think that he's, I don't think that he's, he's dropped to level it's just the style of play. It means that he's not bombing up as much and getting those crosses in. 
It's like um, uh, David has put in the chat. Um, he really stood out when the rest of the team was shit, and I'm because mm. that seemed to be yeah, our only I mean. attack. And uh, yeah, just showed yeah. how how good he That's was. That's exactly the point that this, uh, I think that person was trying to uh, put across was you know was Tierney just playing decent when everyone else was playing so bad in the other way in the other way around as well. When Tierney so. came into the team, he was he was still untainted, right? Everybody else was in a bit of a funk. He, he came in, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, piss and vinegar, braving the snow and hailstones. He just wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Phil's made a second decent point. He'd probably die after this. Is um, in in assume I'm assuming with Martinelli on the left that Tyranny is staying back as well. You're not going to have two left wingers, are you? You don't need to. You need to get all that way forward, get part of the mm. way, give the ball to whoever needs it, and then get back again. He did a lot of clearances today, which is um, interesting. Rather than trying to play themselves out of trouble on the on the wings, they were clear. That's a really it, good point, nice. actually. That's a really good point because obviously last season, uh, Aubameyang was generally playing there, wasn't he? Uh, and he's not known for, for chasing back and making defensive challenges. Uh, so, therefore, you know, he's at, we've had to change things up just a little bit here tactically based on the, who's in front of each other. So, mm. I'll tell you what, though, the Saka and Cedric com- uh, combinations, uh, that's something that surprised me over the time, uh, as well as the little social media video. Did you see Cedric te- teaching Saka how to, to swim front stroke and stuff? I thought that was no, quite interesting. I, I it's a good little, it's a good little video. Saka apparently Saka can't couldn't swim, uh, and so Cedric's teaching him how to to uh, to do a front stroke, and Saka ends up picking it up quite fast. And it's good to see, uh, you know, the team gelling with just little stupid little things. I think the small things make a big difference. Uh, so it was quite nice well, to I see. Stuff I've got- like that. Because I got the Arsenal Twitter account banned, not made, not blocked, not because of them, but because of all the shit people keep retweeting. I don't need to see it all. There's loads of shit I got blocked like that. People in the chat, you, you, you beautiful people, um, put in the chat what your thoughts were at halftime. Try and keep it short, maybe one sentence, and then I'll read it out. Uh, Stan, thoughts at halftime? I've put great first half. They have nothing. They have nothing, and are struggling to deal with us. I just scribbled yeah. down on my pad that I've got a fantastic first half. Yeah. Oh, I thought you can say more than that. Well, I, 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 tweet, I, I, did, I did tweet out a little bit more, you know, <laughs> defending from the front, you know, sort yeah. of, you know pressing from yeah. the front, defending as a team. But on my pad, I just put fantastic first half. Yeah. Uh, I, I I literally just put, um, you know, can't wait for next season, but in a positive way, because obviously that, 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 that sentence has a negative connotation. Oh, I just can't, I'm, I'm looking forward to next season now. You know, things are doing are going so badly. Um, but mm. I, I'm thinking of it is we're going to be six months. We, we've kind of, we're not going to be competing anything with anything here. I really think that fourth place is going to be ours. The summertime is going to be an incredible time. And we're going to have Champions League rep and, and, and money and, and, and we're back in that as well. So we've got the reputation for it. And we'll be uh, we'll be having a fantastic summer. Everybody loves a, a shiny new striker. We're potentially going to be going out and getting two. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a good summer. And I'm really looking forward to the start of the season because, as we've been saying all evening so far, we only need a couple of pieces. And I think this this jigsaw puzzle is ready to uh, to is ready to get going. I, I'm I'm really optimistic about the next season. Really optimistic. Let's see what the uh, the punters were saying. Uh, Michael said it looked good at half time, and lots of numbers. Here comes disaster, <laughs> David. I was really happy. Thought we were playing well. Richard would have liked to have seen Tavares come on 
he's a game changer either end. Yeah, that's quite true. A bit raw. Um, Noza, a formerly Noza, could nick a win here. Phil was very happy at half time, but felt one goal, Liverpool, but uh, one Liverpool goal, and the game would be dead. Uh, and Super says, felt good at half time. New Klopp would manage them back. Russ. Good first half, but you could see Liverpool would go up a few more gears. David, impressive first half from the boys. Um, Loki says, oh, loads of you have done it. Jolly good. Keep keep it going. Dejan, after the second goal, we synced. But if that, if this squad at least 90% stayed two seasons, we will rule the Premier League. Um, Loki says, thumbs up. Richard, I put down, look out for Thiago. There was never a stat that Thiago was born in, in Italy, plays for Spain, and his dad won the World Cup with Brazil. Okay. Thiago Alcantara, you know, like the old Cortina seats were made from. And he's got a brother who plays football as well, plays for Bayern Munich, one of the other teams. They were football in Dynasty, but they've all got different names, like most people do, but they don't have, you don't hear their surnames. Yeah. Um, Phil Macca says Mbappe's coming in. He's been talking to Chris again. Uh, BX says, missed the first half, waiting for the rain for a school bus that was 25 minutes late. Let him walk home. That's what I would do. Um, Super says, bummed at the final, but cleaned the grill and ready to cook some meat. Oh, don't, I've only had tuna rolls today. Nick, our oh, Nick says, I was at work and had no idea what the score was at halftime. That's, a, that's an alternative view to it. Ravinda, whether the corners... Uh, weathered the corners and starting to take over in the first half looked a proper team very 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 well but Bernadette half time was expecting a win but wasn't surprised when they took the lead kind of Um, Sire says satisfied with the performance disappointed we didn't score we will lose the second half as we cannot keep up the pressure and tempo Sire is very wise apart from he puts hashtag everybody out which means that's what he's going to do sometime in the next minute um, how did Thiago man of the match Martinelli all day long did Thiago, Thiago got man, man of the match um, well looking at who scored.com man of the who? match there was oh who they're getting 7-7-1 seven, 7-2 seven, seven, Thiago got a 7-8 on there no Robertson got an 8-2 fucking hell they're obviously on crack that's a load of nonsense and um, Will T <laughs> Says, uh, we're examining and crediting the best bits of a loss. That's how far we have gone from we are from being winners. I don't agree with any of that. I, oh. yeah, unfortunately, I don't agree with that. I think we're in a transition. We're not. We're not uh, Man United. We haven't got. A, we're not have. We haven't got the money uh, put into the squad like and paying the wages that United are doing, where they should be winning things now, just like Chelsea. Now they've signed a hundred million pound striker in Lukaku and. Kai Hervis is keeping him out of the side. Now, do you know what I mean? I thought it was... you. We're not... Problem is, when you get... When you do... When you, you know, when you when you track back to the Arsenal days when we were very successful, you know, in the Invincibles and stuff, it kind of sets a, a standard and you're, you're always having to think that's the, what the standard is. Liverpool, for a very, very long time, you know, weren't very successful... Remember uh, when we were still playing in the Champions League, Liverpool weren't in the Champions League and they were rebuilding and they were getting there. And now they've been a dominant force in, in English football now for what, three, four years, even more. Um, so we're going through that period. So we're not about that. We're That's what our expectations, expectations are now. Liverpool should be winning that game convincingly. Um, but we, we looked brilliant and I enjoyed it mm. much more than I thought I would, you know, uh, 
I, I really think that we've got something here. And as I said, you know, we, we all know we need a couple of pieces and I think we can really get going. I think there's a lot of positives to get from this. <coughs> a lot. Yeah. Stan, what do you think on that? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree with everything there. I mean, it, it, I just get, I just get worried sometimes that we're only, you know, an injury or a, a red card away from an important player having to miss, a, having to miss a few sure. games. You know, because we're so shorn for backup. We're only a couple of pieces away in our first 11, but we still need a few in the back, you know? We still need a little bit of some reserves that can come in. If we're going to be in all competitions next season, we're going to need a lot more than what we've got now because the first 11 that we have, even if you change a couple of pieces up front and in the midfield, they can't go for all of those games. So there's a lot of work to be done in the summer as well as the two main pieces. You've got to have some good backup as well. Quote here from Rudy, as always, Rudy, thank you very much for digging these out. He says, a quote from Arteta, quote, from box to box, I thought we were maybe the better team, but unfortunately, these games are won in the boxes. Deke, what does that say to you? What's the, what's the underlying uh, message there? I think it's the, the old age saying, I, I say it all the time as well, the game is won in the midfield. Uh, we, play, we play a very dynamic uh, style at the moment. Uh, nobody, nobody thought that Xhaka would be playing at that so far up the field um, and, and party being used as the guy that sits, uh, I would have definitely, as we all thought would have been the other way around considering what party has in his locker. But for some reason it's working and we, we dominated the midfield. I don't think Tiago had a very good game. I thought we had a couple of moments, but overall I didn't even realize he was on the field until about half an hour into the game. Going to be honest. Uh, so yeah, it's games are one in the mid and, and the party Xhaka Odegaard, uh, combination at the moment is, uh, it's looking very, very nice. Imagine, imagine if we get someone that can just do what Xhaka can do, but with legs. We've got some and, questions and about that. I, I really, I, oh, that midfield's going to look very tasty. Very tasty. Um, people, there's seven questions we've starred so far. Um, you put a little cue next to it, and I, if it's good, I'll save it for our questions later. Got another quote here, Stan. This is uh, from Rudy again. Arteta on the con- fixture congestion. Thank you so much. Thanks you so much to the Premier League for putting the fixtures like this. I'm very, very happy. Is that what he said? Rudy's done us dirty once, and he said he'll never do it again. So if Rudy says it. Sounds like a bit oh. of sarcasm there from me. Oh, here we go. Some more before you before you answer this, Stan. Arteta on the fixture list congestion. Thank you so thank you so much to the Premier League. They've done it again for when we have to play Chelsea and Man United. It's not fair what they've done to Arsenal. Bloody hell! If you now, Rudy wouldn't tell lies now, would you, Rudy? So that's that's that's, that's Virgin on a fine, isn't it? I don't. I don't. It, did he say that? I don't think he would have said that. Rudy, Rudy wouldn't do that to us. Not again. Not after the last lot. When he said, res- Arteta's renowned for being quite reserved. I think that's... I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of quote marks in there. That's a lot to tie and type out and get it in the right way. I'd have messed up Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I, I think that's quite ballsy from Arteta. Maybe he's turning a corner uh, with a bit oh, of he goes. He says, how, no. he, how he's taking on things. No, it's a genuine quote. Wow, okay. And this Rudy is our official quote getter. Yeah, he's uh, He's, he's showing a bit of gusto. If this was Game of Thrones, Rudy would be the getter of quotes. (laughs) No, the bringer of quotes. (laughs) Stan, um, yeah, 
Is he going to get in trouble for that? I like it. You know, he takes but care why? of why? He <laughs> takes doesn't care necessarily of mean it's a good it. idea. He'd be, I'd just be, I was like, look, don't worry. I'll take care of the business off the pitch. You take care of the business on the pitch and I'll be there for you. I like it. Yeah, a lot of people, people have been saying for so long about Arsenal being a soft touch, Arsenal yeah. having a soft underbelly. Well, we're beginning to show a little bit more bite now. We're beginning to do things like, you know, when it's time to do a little bit of, of time-wasting shithousery, we'll do that. You know, sometimes we'll stick the boot in now. We will remonstrate with referees. And Mikel Arteta speaks out about some of the bad decisions I've got. I like it. If you haven't got any friends, no one else is going to do it for us. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. that's true. Not wrong. Um, uh, BX says shout out to stand for scouting Darwin Nunes months ago. Tom Canton's uh, no, no, um, Harry Harry Simu's wet in the bed about that. No, not wet in the bed, getting overly excited. He might be getting very excited about it. If you follow Harry Simu on on Twitter, Chronicles of Aguna, I think he did a video about that recently. So, uh, makes it sound like I was out there in the stands with Ben Fico with a sheepskin hat on and a pork pie hat on, <laughs> really, uh, you know. A big cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Typing it into a PDA. Like <laughs> it's 1992. Um, Dylan Matthews says, we'll move on to the second half in a second. Uh, main disappointment today for me was that we seemed content with 2-0. Didn't seem to try and get back in the game. Have to put it down to tiredness, but still a little disappointing. Deep, I wasn't disappointed. You could just see they were fucked, couldn't you? Uh, they were fucked. They were completely fucked. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's the reason why mistakes, you know, a few little mistakes here and there were made eventually, which gave Liverpool the game overall. Um, I think the, the commentators said at halftime perfectly what was going to happen. The commentators curse can also maintain this pressure of putting Liverpool under the cosh when they're, when, when they're you know, their wing backs do what they do. Uh, which again, what, this is what they do. Is what they do. Um, I was, I was, I, I couldn't fault them really. Apart, as I said, like the, the the main they maintained it for a good fifty minutes. It was it was impressive. I think we're only going to get better uh, the more frequently and a more consistent. It's all about consistency. We just need to be consistent for the final games of the season. And I think you know top four is is, is definitely ours for the taking. One hundred percent. I think we just got to get the positives and move forward. Um. Stan, this one here uh, from Shane. Remember I said by the time our young players develop, they'll get picked off by bigger clubs. Martinelli's trial for Liverpool was epic today. <laughs> they'll, only, they'll, only, they'll only get picked off if we're not achieving, right? Agreed. You know, if we're not achieving. And that's why I say, like, for me, the bigger picture was the three, it's the three points at Villa. Because getting into the Champions League... I mean, for me, the minimum has to be Europe of some kind, the Europa League. But if we can get to that big table of the Champions League, it opens so many doors. We attract a much better calibre of player. And then players like uh, Martinelli and Saka, they'll be thinking, well, why would I want to leave? You know, look at Martinelli. He went on trial at Man United four times and they said no. But we gave him the chance and we gave him the doorway to come into the Premier League. So if we're in that, in that Champions League, why would he want to leave? He's not going to get straight into their team, is he? Exactly. He could become a legend here at Arsenal. Um, Bernadette makes a good point here. Who'd have guessed that Xhaka would be such a key player for the Arsenal right now? More lives than a cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's about right. From, that's about from, right. From Rudy. Asked Mikhail about the short turnaround to Villa. He said sarcastically, thank you so much for the Premier League. He was very, very unhappy. He insists the, insists the players, though, will be at full tilt for the Villa game. 
Um, Stan, Richard wants to know what's happened to same old Arsenal USA. I went off and made a solo album. Very good. Fair right. enough. I don't, um, know. I don't know, to be honest. Uh, I think probably asked uh, Tanner, the, the yeah. guy running it. Okie dokie. Um, Russ Morgan says, even Gunner Glog Blog, don't talk about Gunner Blog, I can't stand him. <laughs> worm. Um, where was there? There was another question here. Someone, oh, here we go. Ravinda. Uh, he says he's watching on his phone. Hello, Ravinda. Stan, is that an old school Sergio Tashini top or an Arsenal top? Looking good either way. Yeah, it's a Sergio Tashini jumper. Thank you. How old is that? Uh, I've had this for about, I don't know, maybe six years. About six years. Old. I bought it in Amsterdam off the net, off the internet, off of um, 80s casuals. Go there. They have they completely stock Tashini, old feeler stuff, Diodora trainers. Lowest jeans, all of it. Eighties lovely. In 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 the summer of nineteen ninety two, I went to the Beehive Centre in Cambridge and bought six pairs of grey Converse socks. I've got one of them fuckers left, and I'm not letting it go. I never wear it. It is in my sock drawer, and I look at it and I weep and I think that's got more football intelligence than half the people on Twitter, and it's thirty years old. Wow great days oh another thing from rudy arteta on the team being down uh, they were because they know how well they played we lost two games to city and liverpool when we played amazing games those boxes are the difference those boxes are the difference boxes why boxes have i missed something hmm. anyway let's move on to we've got so much stuff there let's move on to the um the second half uh yes. Uh, Deke, I've put 46 minutes. Mane scores, but three yards offside. That that was that was a bit of a telling sign that Klopp had gone at halftime. Gone, in, lads. We, we've we've let them let them run run round a little bit. Let's uh, let's show them our uh, team that have been at this for five years. Go and do it, haven't they? Or seven years, or whatever it is. Yeah, well, you know, as I said, Liverpool are meant to win stuff right now. They need to be winning Champions Leagues and and, and Premier Leagues consistently uh, with, uh, with with where they are. And uh, it started to show uh, that uh, that Liverpool uh, counter-attacking ability uh, and and the the the, full, the the they literally get the ball from their half to the opposing goal so quickly it's terrifying, absolutely terrifying. I re their their wing backs Robertson and and Trent they to have that ability where they're so good at attacking and overlapping. It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. But yeah, it, they, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't very long afterwards when the when the first one went into the back of the net. So. Stan, I was having, I was having a bit of a dilemma at that moment because I was still in the toilet having a, having a wee, and I could hear the TV <laughs> in the background. And when I heard the guy go "Goal, Mane," and I sort of turned, I didn't realise that the cat was in the bathroom standing by my feet. So I pissed on the cat. And then I tried to get the cat to clean the cat, and then I turned on the shower, and the cat's oh like, I'm, "I'm not having any of that." And then the missus came out to find out what all of the hullabaloo was. Meanwhile, I was missing the football, so it was a bit of a a mad few minutes there for a moment. Oh God! Oh, oh wow! Well, that's a poor cat. That's more oh, eventful than I had. Sean Blake came in and had the cat and had the shower. She goes, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm cleaning the cat." She goes, "What?" I goes, "I think I pissed." <laughs> And the only thing I had at that time was John Lane on the floor at her place on WhatsApp video complaining that the washing machine wasn't draining. And I'm going, well, it's fucking free, you little shit. Michael um, Scott there. See you on the flippity flip. Bit of Michael Scott. Can't go wrong. I don't know who that is. 
Office US version? American. I don't watch that. Nonsense. Let's leave it the English version. Actually, I should watch. Ricky Gervais basically writes the entire thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Forty-eight minute. Stan. But Martinelli. Wow. Just wow. Amazing. He got past half their team. He ran all the way from the halfway line. He ran all the way down, got past everyone. And then what did he do after that? I won't ruin it. I wrote a little dart it. into the box. Oh. I, I wrote in Martinelli, twinkle toes. Reminds me of the young Ronaldo when he was at United, when he used to play on the left wing. Really yeah. does. Reminds me exactly similar. Little nut. He did a little bit of a nuts as well before he got into the box. Just he's, well, he, he was like, right, this is, this, I've got to just do this. And he's got that in his locker to be able to just unleash. Unbelievable. So unlucky. That would have been fantastic to get someone on the end of that. And as I said, you know, Lacazette, he's, you know, he's, he's not the guy. We know what we need. We, we get someone out there, you know, get someone in the summer. Get Martinelli, you know, doing that same thing again against Liverpool again next season. And we'll have a top striker in the box, I think. I know a lot of people call out that Martinelli maybe should move in the middle, but I think what he does on that left hand no, side, I, I love magical. I love him. On, yeah, I don't want him playing through the middle on his own. I don't think he's got that. I don't think you're using him to his strengths by playing him as a solo striker up the top. He's not a guy that holds up the ball uh, and gets other people involved. He's the guy that gets on the end of it to bury it in the in the back of the net. But he also has that ability to put the ball in uh, with it with a fantastic pass due to his dribbling ability, getting him in spaces like we've seen today when we're, what we're talking about. Absolute incredible ability. Genuinely blown away. I've just realised I've been tweeting the preview show for the live show for, for Twitter. The rest of them are fine. Don't panic. But uh, yeah, at least the preview show might get a few more views now. That's nice of them. Uh, it's an absolutely wonderful thing to see. Um, my notes. The next one I've got is uh, Lacker took the ball around Allinson, then gave it back to Odegaard who had a shot and Alisson just about got to it deep. Well, so close, wasn't it? Yeah. I, take that? Go on. I, well, I, overall, it's there's always going to be moments where, you know, however we're playing, we can open ourselves up to situations, but uh, we've just got to believe in ourselves. And I, I, it's been a minute since I've backed. I've not, I've never been out. Oh, it's right, but, I've been frustrated with Arteta a lot, but I think now we're, we're really starting to see exactly what the angle is and where we're going. And, and and we're all very much looking forward to seeing what goes on next. Phil giving us a little insight into his life life there. I think we'll move on from that. Before it gets too saucy. Um, 51 minutes. Again, we're really at it. Fifth, um, sack a low shot and save Stan. At that point, did you think a goal? We, we can smell a goal, can't we? Yeah, I, we, were, we were so close. We were still in that, at, at, at that point, we were still in the game. Mm. And then um, Stan, 54th minute. <sighs> what did I say in yeah. the previous note? That yeah, I thought of you when you said that. I did think of you when you said well, that. Sean was on the phone. I'm going, this effing C word, F him. I f- effing hate him. It's, it even looks like a dirty little scouser. Shit curly hair. Tracks the wrong man. Pale skin. I bet Track. he's even got a scout like Jan Mulvey. I bet he's even got a scouse accent already. I and the way the ball, the, about the, the way the ball went in, it looked like one of them FIFA glitches when it kind of just glitches through the net from the angle that I saw it from. I was like, did that actually go in? I mean, it sounds like Deke's got his idea of who who's at fault. But who's, who would you say is at fault, Stan? Uh, can 
can um, uh, Ramsdale, can he take any blame for that? He didn't block it. He didn't stop it. He didn't get anything to it. He didn't catch it. I think when he looks back at that, he will feel that he could have done a little bit better, perhaps. That's what I'd say. I think mm. he'll know that he could have maybe done a little bit better on that. Dee? Cedric tracking the wrong man. Leaving Who was he it very is leaving he was uh he was tracking uh Robinson. Hmm. Um was it Robinson left? Down the left? Yeah, Robinson down the left. Um in but so allowing uh Motta, uh Jota to just make that run quite easily without any real problems. Uh Marta Ramsdale should have done so much better. He's gonna be, as you said, he's gonna be very, very frustrated when he looks back on that and sees that he gets beaten quite easily on the near post. That's uh that's goalkeeping 101, right? Don't mm. get beaten at the near post. Don't get, you know, st- stand up tall and don't get and, and don't go down first. Um, uh, but he made too many mistakes there. Um, and that's and that's hopefully who we sign. We sign someone that uh, like that can jot or can just just bury it in situations like that because you know we were very much the team that looks like it, that looked like that we're going to go on and get the goal and and actually maybe take the game to Liverpool and maybe get the three points at the end. Um, but uh, turning it on its head like that and getting. Uh, Getting that goal, I think, really says, really says that we need to find ourselves a, a, a better backup right back. And uh, Ramsdale's just going to get experience through time. And I'm very much happy to to lose a game like this if it means that Ramsdale's going to come back even stronger next time. And when I saw that goal, I thought, you know, when as soon as the ball went, I thought the first thing I thought of was that's exactly what we're missing. Some somebody like that you can yeah. score those kind of goals. That's exactly yeah. what we have. Need. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. We're going to come to that in a second. Good point here from Phil. He's third of the night. Uh, I think you should give up YouTube, Phil. Would be wrong to give Rami stick. Our best goalie can since Seaman. Um, possibly Lehman was uh, up there, but that's easy to forget. I don't, think, I don't think just because you know, he's playing very well doesn't mean that you're immune from any forms of criticism. That's how you develop as a human being, never mind as a football player. You've got, mm. to, know to, you've got to know where you know, you've made a mistake so you can become better next time. Uh, as much as he has been a, a phenomenal player for us, considering that most of the Arsenal fan base, including myself, thought that £30 million for a backup goalkeeper from someone that's been relegated. OK, yeah, he was the player of the season each time, but he's been relegated a couple of times. You know, we weren't fully on board with, with what Arsenal were doing, but I don't think anybody will have any complaints anymore. Uh, Rudy's put in a quirk at all. There's a quote here from Jamie Carragher, who I, I'd have shot into the moon. I think Arsenal are better than uh, a better team than Man United and Tottenham. Yeah, that's obvious. And okay, Rudy yeah, also no says, I think the team he Arteta has set up the togetherness, the way they play, it looks like a proper team. I think they'll just do it and finish fourth. Yep. Bloody hell, Carragher, that'll do. This is not spitting at children. Stan, the last, I think one of the last decent things we did of the game, and this highlighted the entire problem with this Arsenal team. 57 minutes, a quick fee- free kick. Free kick. Utter nonsense. Lacazette wasn't ready, nor quick enough. That just no. showed. Uh, Martinelli was just like that. Literally, yeah. like the Trent free, uh, corner. Uh, Liverpool in the Champions League final. You know, he just got that switch on quicker. He's, he's got the reflexes and just like, I'm going to do this right now and, and just and, and be confident enough to take control of the situation. And Martinelli played that f- fantastically short through ball to, to Lacazette and he just, he just wasn't there. He just wasn't there. Uh, 
Yeah. What do you think to that stand? Because it almost looked like slow motion, didn't it? It's almost like someone's gone, Laka, la- look, Laka, what? Behind you. What? Like, pan- oh, oh, but, oh, wait, I'm going to get that ball. And then, nah, gone, over and done with, good night. And, uh, and, I, think, and I think that's what Mikel Arteta was touching on when he said that, you know, we've done a lot of good things box to box, but it's in the box where, yeah. where you know, we, we let ourselves down and that's what we're missing, that sharpness. Um, really good point here from Ravinda. I think we're about where we were a year ago if we get fourth progress. In this Villa podcast, I never shut up about. Um, the young man asked me, he said, uh, is this too much too soon for Arsenal? Because and I made the point that we've gone Champions League for a million years, Europa League for three years, then nothing. Then re- and eighth place twice, it should realistically be, well, then you move back up to the Europa League and then back up to the Champions League. But I said, I think with the players we bought in the summer and the players we're going to buy this summer and the clear out we've had, I don't think the Champions League is going to be too much of a big stretch because most of the teams in it are rubbish because there's far too many teams that are, that are from shit countries that are not great at football. I mean, in Germany, you've only got one decent team. In Italy, you've got a few average. There's no teams in Italy that are fantastic. In Spain, maybe only Real Madrid are really good um, compared to how they were of years gone by where you had Juventus and and all these other teams dominating Barca. and doing really well. Yeah, Barca have dropped off. Dortmund are a, a, a bloody mess. AC Milan, well, Milan, Juventus, Napoli. They're losing Holland one million percent this summer. He's completely he's gone. I found it interesting, actually, so to jump in there, speaking of Holland, saying about a striker, we can maybe do some madness again in the summer. Yeah, apparently, uh, it reports he's not interested in what the pay packet is or where he plays. He's just very interested in a project. Hmm. But if that's if that's his if that's and a an manager, actual, yes, and that's it's an actual quote. Um, I, yeah. I I feel very much like uh, uh, what's his name, the uh, Dama Dama. So you're saying there's a chunk. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance you know Im- just imagine imagine you know we've got we've got one of the pieces already in the Arsenal team we've already got a Norwegian we've already got Merton Odegaard the, the national national team captain you know let's go and I, get I his compatriot a, I bet his agent his... Mia, Mia Raiola raised an eyebrow when he read that about not interested in the money I bet he was like really <laughs> yeah yeah it's very interesting very very so if that's like a, a genuine thing I, that, I, I feel like that that gives us an opportunity here. We're looking for a for a striker that's going to be playing all the games, doing it all. We're gonna we need the new talisman to to lead from the front. We need that uh, that that king piece on the chessboard to really just finish off the team, make it look sparkly and new, and and really start to compete for the league. His uh, his, his release clause is lower than what we would have shelled out for Vlavic. One hundred percent. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it's like 70, 72 mil or something like that. Yeah, sixty-eight million euros, I think it is. Oh, well, there you go. So, yeah, 80, he's got the stupid release. If you yeah, don't it's, ask, it's you don't, stupid cheap. Believe, and if you don't ask, you don't get. At least it's a show of intent. If, if, even if he blanks us and says no, thank you. At least we put ourselves out there. Well, I feel like we did that with Lahovic, didn't we, in the January transfer? Exactly. The fact that we we kind of put all of our eggs in one basket in that regard, and very much went in there for him, and, and our agent, and his agent was just like, "Nah, that's not happening." And we were like, "No, but we'll still give you time for you to make your final decision." And we were very much ousted in the in the January transfer window that we were very much one egg one basket kind of situation, and we didn't really maybe push on for Alexander Isaac as much as we could maybe have done. Um, but I love their response. The fact that we they just didn't want to make any just deals for the sake of making deals, but wanted to make sure that the project was done correctly. And if it meant that it had to be postponed to the summer, 
then that's what needs to be done. And if we can have a January transfer we, where we don't do anything and we ask questions, then we go and sign a world-class player like Holland or uh, Lutaro Martinez uh, from Inter, someone of that uh, of that ability. I think we can. Uh, I think we'll have a very interesting season. Very Which good. is why so much hinges on foot and getting into the Champions League because 100%. then the pathway is open to someone like a Haaland and it doesn't hurt exactly that, that his compatriot Martin Odegaard is is loving yeah. his time at Arsenal and can't stop telling everybody that wants to ask him about his time at Arsenal how much yeah. he's loving it. That can only help. But yes, never, it not, but, hinges on that Champions League for me. I completely agree. I completely agree. I really I'm I'm really excited for the first time in a very long time. I'm enjoying watching the Arsenal on a weekend now. Okay. Especially with, I really thought about it when we beat Leicester 2-0. I was like, I'm really enjoying watching Arsenal Football Club right now. I'm not getting stressed and frustrated as much as, as much as I've ever been in a very long time. So if we have a summer like we could potentially do and pull off a madness, I think, uh, Next season is going to be very good. Just looking at Haaland's stats, he's only 21. He's 22 in July. He's That's the thing. He Arsenal fits the, he fits the model and everything. Yeah. Five, yeah. You could say to him, five years, and if we aren't winning the Champions League and stuff like that, then you can go. I mean, at 21, he's going to be he's, um, national captain with him, a whole team full of young. He must look at Saka, Martinelli, Smith-Rowe and Odegaard and go... And and even Ramsdale and Benny Blanco and Gabriel and Tierney and look at that and go, that's everything. Here's the question. Even if, you know, something like, you know, the the, the release clause is gettable, and I saw that somebody did ask this question earlier and you've probably got it marked. Let's say the Mm. salary is, say, half a million pounds, 500,000. Do we break the bank and do that? And you've got to look at the bigger picture of other players thinking, well, then I want to pay rise as well. Yeah. Is it worth unsettled? Yeah, have it we, can unsettle the ship. Are we in a place where we've earned the right to be paying half a million to a week? Let's let no, but that's the thing. I don't be around that much. I, that's the thing. I don't think he would expect it if he came to mm-hmm. Arsenal. I As I said, his 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 quote apparently wasn't about how much he was going to be earning. It was the project and the manager. If he was coming to Arsenal, he's not a stupid idiot, and either is his agent. He's not going to go to a and have an, and, and and waste time on speaking to Arsenal's representatives to go. Well, this is our demand, and it's like, yeah, but you're not that thick, are you? Why did you answer the phone if you know that we're going to be? You know, we we very publicly said, you know, that this is kind of where we are with this. Well, I would say uh, it'd be really impressive if, let's say, he gets into a situation where he ends up going to a team where he believes in the project and the manager, and they're paying him say. 280 300 uh, grand a week and he turns down say a madrid who who's willing to pay him maybe no that's why you got to move fast then you got to have conversations yeah Yeah, no sure i you know i i think we're all we're all you know dreaming aren't we at this point we're all thinking holland Mm. and stuff that would be incredible but let's be honest you know real madrid are very much the the, the, the setters on that one as our as our man city both these teams are going to be the ones that are really much going to be uh, are going to be the ones that are going to be pushing to get his signature before anyone else but you know I, i've seen i've seen crazier things happen for money yeah i mean they say we can be crazier things grand just lee asked the question well lacazette's gone we'll go in in, in the summer and then Aubameyang's gone. There you go. That's 460 grand. Those two players going, have, have, will pay his wages. 
and we'll could, easily have the money for it for the, the transfer fee. I can still remember being on that holiday in Ibiza many years ago and picking up her, the, the son from the uh, stand in the gift shop while my missus was buying some oil, turning it to the back page and seeing that we just signed Dennis Bergkamp. <laughs> no, no indication. There was no rumours. There was no internet back then. There was no IDK. Just on holiday, on the back of the newspaper, I almost collapsed in the shop when I saw that. I mean, you know, who knows what we can pull off? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bad at the end of it all. But the, when we signed him, I mean, I was like, wow, man, you know, I, I was, I was in, I was in Turkey. Uh, there was no, and we were in these, like, it was a resort, but it was like these complexes, like little huts or whatever. And I had no reception. So I had to make my way to the, the, the clubhouse area, but there was no one there. There's no lights on. It was derelict. I was just stealing a little bit of Wi-Fi just towards the end of the transfer window. And it's we signed hers. I was like, I can't believe I'm sitting in the middle of nowhere in Turkey with no lights, nobody around me. And I'm just screaming, just like, oh my God, I can't believe we did it. We signed him. Can't couldn't believe it. Madness could happen again, guys. And I'm gonna be optimistic. Right, let's um uh, let's carry on with the uh the uh did Sakalo shot 54th minute, Jota goal. F in Jota, F in Seaward, F in awful goal. Ramsdale, oh no, we've done that one. A quick yeah, feet, we've done, oh, we've done We're talking about minutes. the next one. Just yeah, talk about the me, next one. For me, no goal. Um, we have shit the bed. Falling over each other, not clearing the ball. They have lost their heads. And I counted from the moment that it started on the right-hand side, we had nine players clear or attempt to clear the ball, or nine times until exactly that was from... Xhaka's first touch on the right-hand side and then to where um, uh, Saka, I think, kicked it out on the left-hand side. Nine times we tried to clear the ball. Um, yeah, Dick, what you got on that? Because that was... Uh, Saka should have cleared realized. it. Saka should have cleared it. Didn't he clear it against um, his man and he come back in? Yeah, it came off against uh, against Robinson, I think it was. Um, and uh, he just bombed down the left and put the ball in beautifully. We should have done better in the in the center of the park as well the center of the box anyway uh but Saka should have cleared it 100 stan it was at that point when that second goal went in i just thought to myself now is the time to put our eye on the aston villa game now it's done it's it's done now now's the time to to, to take off lacazette and give him a breather and Saka as well and i was trying to think who the third person could be but I was, it was done now you know, we put up a good battle, but it's it's time to look ahead <laughs> at the three points on the table at Villa. Yeah, sad, isn't it? Oh, Mark's there. I'm glad you got my... I said on uh, when I was doing the same old Arsenal um, yesterday, I said crop rotation in the 14th century. Either of you two know what that's from? Yeah, I do. That is from uh, the young ones. Hey! <laughs> and Mark went, I got that quote, and I thought, bloody hell, I'm talking about stuff from 1981. How many people are going to remember that? Um, yeah, Danny, so, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. I'm gonna have to break your heart, my man. I'm gonna have to bounce. My other half needs me. Uh, my help uh, with the cat. A um, little bit of an emergency, so I'm gonna uh, have to okay. bounce. I've had a great conversation with you guys. Uh, fantastic yeah. stuff. Let's push on, okay. and, uh, yeah. and yeah, it was lovely to meet you. Uh, but uh, let's push on and, and 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 see what Arsenal can do. Uh, Get you on week. again soon. Yeah, 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 100%. Cheers. Guys, it's been yeah. a pleasure. Everyone in the chat, all the best. Make sure to like the video. Like the video. Share, 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 share. <laughs> see you later, guys. Cheers, mate. See you later. Um, yeah, that was Deke. He's got his own YouTube channel, Deacon Entertainment. Uh, I mean, Twitch channel. He, he uh, doesn't do as much as he used to because he just moved. But uh, yeah, he's really good. 
is uh, it will do five or six hour shows just chatting all the time on his own. It's not easy, much like Nick does, but he plays better games than Nick, which isn't really hard. Um, after this, uh, Stan, I've put this is where Arteta needs to make changes to, after the goal. PSR yeah. should have come on for Odegaard, Pepe on either of the wings, and made the Eddie up front. The players are absolutely fucked, and he doesn't. Yeah. And I put that on the 62nd minute and it was another 10 minutes, um, another 12 minutes before he brought on Pepe for Saka. And I put 74 minutes, Pepe on for Saka, wrong sub, too late. Yeah, as I said, I think it was... One of my only gripes about the game was that the substitution substitution should have, I felt, happened a lot earlier. It's it's Wenger all over again, isn't it? It it was done. And we should be looking at resting players now for the game at the weekend. Someone pissed on his cat. That's why he's got to go. I'm not. I'm not. I was thinking <laughs> that as well. <laughs> it seems to be a pattern. Yeah, it is. But it's the, this is a, a problem that I've got, and I've mentioned it a few times now. If I knew anything about football, Stan, and you knew anything about football, we wouldn't be sitting here talking to each other. We'd be managing Barcelona. Well, I'd be managing Barcelona in the fifth, the Barcelona, uh, the Spanish fifth division because I get the fuckers relegated. But you can, uh, as if somebody's been watching football for a long time, like I have, you can see that players need to be substituted. He's got his favourites, and it seems unless you're his favourite, you aren't you aren't getting games. Now ESR comes on a lot because he's one of his favourites. The rest of me doesn't like the games. Like so many times, we needed to bring El Nene on or bring Holding on to shut the game down, yeah. uh, or or like recently against Leicester, that game was won with about half an hour to go. And he still kept most of the players on the pitch. It comes back to the old football manager, championship manager thing. You can't, when your players are down to 67% and then they're going red or yellow, you bring on your other players. So then they're okay for the next game. I know it doesn't work exactly like that in real life, but he has got a problem with who he trusts on the pitch, hasn't he? Yeah, you shouldn't be, I don't think you should be ending games with any change in your pocket because if you're doing badly, then you need to change to try and, and counter it to get something out of the game. If you're cruising, then you should be looking ahead. There should be young players that might need minutes, for example, to to to, to blood them. You know, look at players like Tavares and Sambi Conga. We haven't seen them in ages. Yeah, and I reckon and Tavares could have done the job. He, he, if you'd have swapped him over for, for Tierney, because Tierney was spent, just let Tavares go as a left wing back, running up and down there with Martinelli, they would have caused havoc. May not have done anything, but it, it couldn't have got any worse for us because at that point, I mean, we had a little bit of spurt of effort, a little dribble at the end. But for me, the game, that was all too late. And you think, oh. It, it does worry me now that, I mean, even though we may have everybody fit to pick our first 11, we, we, we kind of know who our first 11 is now. Are they going to, are any of them going to be knackered? You know, what, what, what's they going to, what's the percentage of what we're going to get from them? That's what I worry about because I feel that there was three points at the table at Villa. Mm. And Seems Prince like we were Prize. right that get nothing from this Prize. game and it's all on the Villa game, but he didn't. He left the players on there for too long again. Uh, Martinelli has just played, run his ass off for 90 minutes. He's going to be fucked on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We might be we'll wrong, see, but yeah. at, least we have a, at least we've got a two-week break after the Villa game. And then the final note I've got, 87th minute, good effort from Martinelli, just wide of the post. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see him play and be competitive for 90 minutes. So there's so yeah. much positive to take out of this game. I'm not a down about it. We've said it in the preview. Neither of us really expected anything from this game. And for, to do as much good as we did in that game, I'm okay with it. Martinelli was so unlucky not to get a game, a goal today out of that game because he worked extremely hard, done a lot of good things today. 
you know, even some of the dirty stuff by tracking back and being defensive as well. Unlucky not to get a goal. I keep looking at this um, Haaland stats. Oh, you know, it makes me moist. It's makes me dribble. I, mean, I, I just want to. Sometimes I want to cry when I look at it because I just think, my God, what an. Oh, hello, Betty. He's been all cute. Uh, in in the Bundesliga, they play thirty four games a season. Um, first season, he was only there for half a season. Last season, he played twenty eight out of thirty four. But his first half a season, thirteen in fifteen. Last season, twenty seven in twenty eight. This season, sixteen in sixteen, and he's been injured for a lot of the season. Who's Overall that? for Dortmund, eighty goals in eighty one games. Who's that? Haaland. Oh, Haaland. Yeah, he's a cyborg, isn't he? Oh, did, did you know that when he was playing for a youth international, um, they, they won, he scored nine goals when the under-20s played Honduras and beat them 12-0. He scored that, nine. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I'm going to have to close that window, Stan. I can't keep looking at it. I just look at it and I wonder, oh, what a player. Yeah. Um, right. So, uh, what else have we got here? Um, no, Fawny No says, uh, at least we have ESR to play on the left. And Phil says, Stan, pass Danny the tissues. <laughs> yeah. I'm dribbling. When I say I'm moist, I mean I'm dribbling. This beard's coming off. Look, it's got to come off maybe tomorrow. Maybe it's not now. Tomorrow it's too long. I'm getting dribbling it and food in it. Anyway, Stan, oh, there we go. We've done an hour and ten minutes. Betty's laying there. What, are you all right, darling? Are you okay? Yes? I'll yeah. tell you what I'm really pleased about, though. And yeah, go on. Just, just, but, and, I'm getting, and it's the feeling that I'm getting from the chat box and also on Twitter that it's not a case that we've lost and everybody's gone, you know what I mean? It's the end of the world and trying to set everything on fire and everybody's shit. And you can see, right, we've just, this is, we've lost one game in six. Yeah. I think the run can start again on Saturday and we start another run. And, we, and if we keep picking up points, we will, we will stick in fourth place because they're in disarray at Manchester United. They yeah. really are in disarray. And Did you see them the other night against Atletico? They were dog shit. They may be on writing on paper. They may have better players than us, value-wise, and what they've, some of what these players have done in the game. The difference is, is that when you watch them play, it's a little bit like when I was watching Arsenal a little bit under Emery and at the beginning of Arteta, and you couldn't see what was going on. Mm. You had people just like jogging around, not being able to get passes, trying to hide, playing it safe, and we ain't doing that anymore. We don't do that anymore. I, I see a team that's playing for each other. I agree with you. We do. And not only and that, the... And, that, and that's half the battle to get that. It's half the battle. We've got rid of all the little clicks, you know, the, this camp and that camp. That's all gone now. Everybody's, everybody's on the same page. And that is the half the battle. Yeah, the players, the manager, the staff, the uh, the fans, even Twitter mostly is agreeing. I had a little bit of a moan today, but I said uh, I didn't expect anything, and we were we were brilliant for for quite a while. Here we go. Anders put something in here. Um, what does he put? The key thing is that nothing has changed for us against the top four. We are still outclassed despite spending more than a lot of the other teams. Not top four. There's only three teams better than us in the league. Here's where I would disagree with that. The problem was previously towards the end of uh, Wenger's reign and right up to where we are now is that we were not able to pick up the easy points against teams, teams that have just come up from a lower division, for example, like Brentford at the beginning of the season. But but way before that, we were not picking up points against the teams where we should be. We're now beginning to do that, which is why we're higher up the table 
this point in the season because we are getting the job done where we should be getting it done. Once you get that base, that's when you start to then think about now, what do we need to do? What do we need to tweak to be even more competitive with the top tier teams? And that's going to happen when we go back into the window this summer because we've been told that we've got bags of money. That's why I keep on drumming it, drumming it in. We've got to finish in the Champions League because it doesn't matter if we've got bags of money. We won't be able to attract the top tier players if we can do that we are going to be laughing we certainly are and uh, we can't do anything without money that's the what the, the gist of everything we're doing boils down to and i think we've got more than enough talent in our team into i mean how many teams are in the from the group stages on I mean, if we finish fourth we go into the pre-qualifying the pre-qualifying don't we or is that or we um english teams um advanced past having to pre-qualify either way there's only about maybe 10 teams, 10, 12 teams in Europe that are better than us. And Remember as well, those, three of those play in the Premier League. These players are definitely up for it. Some players will get up to half a million pounds in a bonus if we get into the Champions League. That's a hell of an incentive. That's that a hell of quite incentive. a few of their cars gold-wrapped. Which is what they want. Right, we've been going an hour and 12 minutes, Stan. I've, I've had the pleasure of your company for two hours today. I think you spent more time with me than your missus. I can hear McDonald's. Just, how was your McDonald's? Was it good? It was lovely. I'm not going to go off and get a couple of Guinnesses. That's what I feel like now. Ugh, dirty stuff. Um, Bernadette puts a squad that's together night and day when compared to Man United. They're, th- they're throwing cash at failure. Exactly. There you go. What exactly. better way... What wise words, Bernadette, to... Uh, sounds like one of my aunties. I've got an auntie, Bernadette, I think, or, or a, uh, a, nie- a nephew. No, a niece. A cousin. Cousin, that's the one I've got. Margaret's. I think it's one of Margaret's daughters. Anyway, I've got hundreds of them. I don't know. Um, yeah, thank you very much, everybody, as usual, for giving us your Brilliant. time. Brilliant. We are going to be back tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. It's going to be live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And it's going to be um, me, Josh carl and maybe femi and you never know i mean i've by this this saturday i'll have done 10 podcasts in a week wow that's that's too many so hopefully thanks hopefully one of them scumbag they won't listen to this hopefully well femi might hello femi uh, and carl might uh yeah one of those scumbags might uh host it and then i and then i can put my feet up and do nothing but because uh, my mum's going to be here tomorrow night. That's lovely. Um, yep. Thanks, Stan. Thanks, Deke. Uh, uh, you can find Deke on Twitter at Deacon Entertainment, D-E-A-C-O-N. Stan, tell people where they can find you and what stuff you've got planned. You can find me at Stan underscore the underscore man 68 on Twitter. And you can catch me tomorrow night, as always, on the Arsenal Fan Circle at 5.40 PST time. Come and join us if you're up. Lovely. Um, oh, everyone's putting nice messages in in the chat. That's very kind of you. Everyone saying thanks and happy. Is it when's St Patrick's Day? Seventeenth, isn't it? Oh, well, no, it'll be that'll be tomorrow, tomorrow then. Yeah. Yes, and I'll be seeing me mammy tomorrow, and she doesn't give a shit about it. Uh, yes. So um, right, I'm going to stop waffling. I'm going to go, and we will see you later. Thank you very much, everybody, and uh, don't be too down. We're improving every game. We're improving and looking better, and we are entertaining. And the crowd is up for it, and everything is almost looking shiny. Thank you very much. Oh, we didn't do your questions. I might save some of those for the um, the podcast tomorrow because uh, yeah, I've got to go. It's half past eleven. Cheers, everyone. Goodbye. 
as soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>